Subscribe, love, like. We're sponsored by the Spunk Lube and rebroadcast by the Demon Seed Radio Network. We could not do any of this without you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please give us that bump. All right, Born Stars are People podcast. I'm Dan Frigolat. I'm here with Sheena Rose. I'm gonna. So we have we have a, we have more rapport than I usually have with a first time guest because we, we did a we did a, a comedy show last night. Uh, so I'm gonna ask this without it being uh, a problem. But okay, why why is it? And I've, I haven't gotten a good answer for this. Why is it that every porn name is just one of like a dozen names crammed together in some way? Why did that happen? You know what? I I can't I can't I can't I don't know. But if I my poor name is my real name, Sheena Rose. Is it really? Yeah, it's like my real name. No one believes me, and no one even, everyone thinks it's not, so I don't care. But if I were to have chosen my real name, or a poor name, I wouldn't have chosen Rose or whatever. But what I can tell you, and what I do know, is I heard girls who do Adams, like something Adams, is yeah. so they can show up um, at the top of oh, that's funny. Top medical or sites that was the original um that that worked for like when you were doing the yellow pages but i don't think that's a thing anymore no like when you go to like browsers and you go into like you know porn stars a lot of them have alphabetical order so i guess but you're still looking for the one that you're looking for but i guess that makes sense Um, or you just want to see which girls are on the site yeah why did you roll your eyes at that that's not rolling my eyes that's like that's the okay so like as a as a porn consumer i found more and more throughout my relationship to this industry that my experience with porn is that what i i have a preconceived idea of what i'm going for in a sense like whatever the void is that i'm trying to fill and it's not going to be filled by knowing the person like I'm going to put whatever it is I need on that person. So then I found when I know the person in real life now, I can't, I can't use that person to masturbate because I'm trying to put this other thing on them. And no, then it's a little creepy jerking off to actual, your actual friends. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. I like, so when I first started in the industry, cause I, I started out my adult career doing mainstream porn and then I transitioned to cami. But when I was in mainstream porn and I learned the way that porn was shot, I was like, okay, porn is dead for me now. Like, Wait, it's, explain. I, 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 like I just, I can't get off to a, like a nicely, shot porn that is shot by like a multi-billion dollar company like I just can't I just can't it just I just know too many things that it just ruins it for me and I never you know and I always like really like the amateur real stuff anyway and so that was like one thing for me and then it transitioned to as well as like I couldn't get off if I knew anyone in the scene because I was just like oh that's cool but it's a little different for me now that was when I first started now And now I can know someone in the scene and be like, hmm. That's that hot shit that I've experienced. I dig it. I like it. I, okay. I, yeah. I, like I love goth Charlotte and I've shot a scene with her and I like kind of know her and yeah. I, like her pornos are my favorites. So. I feel really good about my, the time period that I get in. Cause I, I met her 
right around almost like the week that she might have met Lance. Um, because I saw like that progression and knowing them both, um, is really fun. And like, and having, and having, and having two completely separate interviews and getting to know both and having them both open up is really cool. It's a weird, it's a weird thing I didn't anticipate, or maybe that's exactly what I anticipated about trying to have a podcast with, with this group of people. Yeah. Um, a pot, man, I, you know, it's funny because I want to do a podcast so bad. Okay. I just don't know how to do it. And like, it's not that I'm slow or dumb or anything, but like, I've literally Googled like how to set up a podcast and it just seems so like, I just can't figure it out. I just, you can. I really, so really, really want to do it, but I just like, I can't figure out what the fuck to do. No, you can figure out what it is. So they're, they want you to have more equipment than you need um to do all the things and there's it's a lot and that's see that's where we're at is is you're you're not saying something wrong it's this it's this weird like um there's this notion that they're trying to sell gear so it's like you do you do the search and then you just see a bunch of stuff and then you get like gear fatigue and then you're like well i don't know what to buy and now it feels like it's a huge fuck up if i buy the wrong stuff so i'm not doing anything um and that's and then like to put your podcast on whichever platform, like I'm just, and then record it on whichever platform. Like, I just don't understand. Like, I need, I need like hands on training for this. Yeah. Not something that is just like on the internet, you know? This is episode, you, it's the running. This is episode um, 165, I think it's going to be. Yeah. And I don't necessarily know how to do a podcast. So you you, you're people fine. people in with you ever? Say again? Do you have people sit in with you? Like, do I have like a producer or do I have, do I do these live in person? I could guess. Like, oh, with me and then the other person? No, mostly yeah. because of my, my lifestyle. It's the, it doesn't, the format doesn't make sense. Um, so originally when I started, I was like, okay, cool. People will come to New York. They'll go to Sapphire and then they'll want to do my podcast. That's never cool. going to happen. So, so I decided that I got to go chase people at AVN. So then I just got to go to AVN, like try to book gigs around in and around those, those conferences, or like I did last year, um, just write the show and host one of the things so that I'm like there. Um, but then that was, that was kind of a fuck up too, because that, and then that made it also harder to get as many interviews in as I wanted to. So no, so then I would, I would have to add another person to that. And I don't, I don't know how to do that. So no. And so I don't know what that format would look like either. It's just, it would just be, it would be hard because it would either, it would feel, it would feel like somebody's taking sides and either me, the comedian will get, will get like sensitive or the porn star will get sensitive. Cause it, cause you're like, to be honest, your group of people for everything that you guys are not shy about for some reason, they're like, Oh, we got to like talk for like 30 minutes. I don't know. And then it's like a lot of like bail last minute because they're not sure if somebody's going to try to embarrass them so it's like yeah that's true well yeah that's like the thing is like sometimes you just don't know like mainstream stuff like you don't know like their intentions like you could think that 
okay, well, I'm going to be doing this interview or I'm going to be doing this TV show or something for this pre people and they're going to make it like, you know, real sex positive and everything's going to be cool. And then it's going to end up like hot girls wanted on Netflix and like just make our industry look like trash, you know, <laughs> so you never know. Yeah. And that was, that's the whole, that's the whole, uh, that's the opposite vibe of, of the, that's the reason why this podcast exists because I was on a podcast and uh, I thought it was going fine. And uh, and I was on as the comedian, but they were doing that thing where they're just like everything that they throw to you has to be in some kind of joke format, even though the show's not a joke show or a funny like they're not funny, but you got to do all the funny heavy lifting, but they don't know how to set you up to be funny. And then they'll have a porn star on and they'll just be like, hey, and they'll just say a bunch of explicit shit that I don't think is that interesting. And then it just feels gross. So that was that was the, that was like whatever a podcast is, this one's going to be not that yeah so, um so you you told me before you told me yesterday about um about an experience where you had uh where you were in a scene and and something went wrong that it kind of like ruined the scene you had to like you had to take a to yeah when my airplug fell out and it smelled so bad yeah. <laughs> it smelled terrible oh my god like if you ever just like get close to someone like cool enough with someone who has really big gauges just ask them to smell their gauge one day and you'll know what i'm talking about it smells so bad. okay on a spectrum so like okay so like we all kind of know what like uh what like scratching your butthole and sniffing your finger smells like right we all kind of know so like that's that's on the scale and then do you know like have you ever smelled your plaque like like on the floss no. You smelled your hands after you floss. That's all. That should be on the scale, because uh, that's rancid. And then, um, oh. <laughs> so like, where is it in that spectrum? Like, what's the? What is it? What is it reminiscent of? I would like say from dead body to like a little bit of poo. Okay. Have you um, have you ever smelled like a shitload of cream pies and a pussy that's been left in the pussy for too long? Like you haven't cleaned out your cum out of the pussy. Um, like multiple dudes, like or just one I person's cum. One dude, yeah, just like one guy, and you get nutted in like a couple times. And What's then so funny is I'm so anti my own cum that I'm so I so get where you're coming from. Like well, it's like I mean, like it's only when you leave it in for like a long time, and then it gives like this like this wet cat food almost type right. of smell, like a wet cat food mixed in with hair extension glue. And <laughs> that's kind of what plugs smell like. Okay, well you have a very, uh, you have a, what do they say? Like a, a very keen palate, but you have a very keen uh, nose apparently. Cause this is your- Is that Italian Jew nose? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, uh, I think fireworks are about to happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, okay, wait. Yeah, yeah. no, but it, it smells really bad. And, and you know, it's, if you keep them clean or if you use like wooden earrings or I've heard that certain things like will clean, like make the smell better. But at that time when I have that scene. So uh, is it like, is it, is it, good. Is it wet? Is there like, is there a residue? Yeah, is like it wet? It's like wet and like kind of infected and like crusty. And sometimes like my ears would swell up inside of like the gauge and they would like swell over. And mind you, I had my ears stretched since I was 14 years old and this was still happening when I was yeah. like 20, 
22, 23 years old. Yeah. And they're just like, they just never heal. They just constantly are like pussing. And so that's why I'm getting them sewn up in nine days. Yeah. I like that you have, I like have four of, earrings in them in like three years. I like that you have one of those ripoff calendars, like, like they do at Christmas. You're like, it's in nine days. I can see it on this on the wall. Oh yeah, exactly. That's how I feel, man. Like I'm just <laughs> the, I'm so uh, excited about it. I'm, I'm kind of low key mad because I feel like they kind of like every when you want this reconstructive surgery on your ears I feel personally like it's overpriced as fuck it's a 30 minute total procedure all right. they do is shoot some fucking uh numbing Numb shit in your ear and then they cut and sew and it's like literally so quick and fast and I could not find it anywhere under two thousand dollars and I was like this is a ripoff like I don't want to pay two grand for this and then I found a doctor who's really really good and he's uh he'll do it for me for 1400 so okay that's a yeah. little discount like that how much are boobs these days like i like two like that's that's a lot of money that's boobies yeah how much is that boob? how much is one boob i guess like <laughs> one boob i guess like honestly i really don't know how much titties are these days but like my whole i'm, I'm so back and forth with tits man it, it kills me because here's the thing like i have perfect breasts i don't know if you've seen my twitter but i do and they are perfectly small they're like perfectly shaped and just they're just perfect but they're perfectly small whoever was yeah. listening or watching is right now googling yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah they, they are though they like they're perfect and but they're just small and so my whole life i thought like okay in order to have like the perfect titties you need them to be big and then and then i was really happy that i never got a boob job I'm like oh my titties are so great i love them but still to this day i fight with myself with it i'm like no small's the way to go just because there is an option doesn't make that option like right. correct and well, the industry has adjusted to the fact that the pam anderson look we were we loved it we loved it and we had that period of time but that pam anderson look uh is mostly gone um and you know and then because now it's like because now you have to go if you go boob you got to go butt then you go yeah, so you have butt, and that's you the boob thing and, i have to work out extra hard to gain that little booty or get like some type of filler in my booty just yeah. to pop it up and right. like yeah that's the thing like with the titties though like with me i if like I watched a lot of botched and I think that if I ruined my tits or if one of them got really hard or if just something happened where they just weren't perfect, yeah. I could never forgive myself because I already know that I started with perfect tits. Yeah. So yeah, it's like yeah. I just I go back and forth so much with it, man. But I do have a doctor picked out if I that's funny. Want to get no. Whatever you've built, whatever people are into, whatever is working, that's working for a reason. We don't want you to change. Like that's that as a from a consumer perspective, when my favorite people make a change, it feel it I feel betrayed. Like but I've never been in I've never change gained a bigger fan base like what if that changed like okay like you More know important keeping your yeah, loyal people or just Rose was already super famous and beautiful and like so gorgeous natural but then she got her ass done and she got her tits done and she may have lost some fans because of it because people liked her natural but look at her now now I don't know, this is like this is this is funny because this is like the weird like uh when did your band sell out conversation it's like <laughs> uh, 
When exactly. did your favorite porn it's star okay sell out? Pants as long as you fucking hit the big bugs. Right, right. I guess that's true. From your side of the table, I get where you're coming from. But take mine into perspective. If you're able to get as far as you've gotten uh, so far, then there, there is there is a tit for every man, or there is a man for every tit, whichever way you want to say that. Um, no, and it really, we're really, we're. I think we're in a place because you like the the like amateur thing. We're in this place where like there's a the the consumer end of it kind of I don't know. I maybe I'm wrong. I, sometimes I'm saying something and as I'm saying it, I lose faith in it. But I think we want to continue to um to like watch what we think we can attain, right? Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe we only want to watch shit that will never be near. For you being a consumer, what's your like thing? Like, what's your like? What do you like? What's your go-to? What do you Google? You so know, because yeah, so because of whose OnlyFans do you have a subscription to? Yeah, so the because of the own because of the well because of the the industry thing now, but also and because of what I said before that I was always just putting stuff on. I was doing this porn star doppelganger thing for a while, where like if I like couldn't make a relationship work, and this was this was my growth was I would just find a porn star that looked like vaguely looked like one of my exes. And then I would just, and then in my head, so in my head, like I dated Rachel rocks for a while. Cause that's what my one girlfriend looked like for like a year and a half. We couldn't figure it out. And then in my head, like actual, uh, what is, uh, what's that? That's like kind of sad. It's not like, sad. Why is that sad? Because I don't know. It's like you, I don't know. It's kind of like you're making up someone to fill a void for you. Oh, like, I don't think it's sad. You could say it's creepy with that logic, but you also could say that it's that it's um that it's very grown up and and but it could be it is also dude gross because it's like uh the only thing I want to keep is the is the is the sex is the is the pussy is the thing right so it's kind of gross it's kind of like toxic masculinity in a way but it is a little bit nostalgic and cute also i i get that i've actually on on my webcam because i cam you know fucking every night yeah and um i get a lot of guys who come in and tell me i look like their wife or their wife's sister or their girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or whatever and they like want me to be that person yeah and it's like it's like they're holding on to whatever or i look like their sister you know like that's, that's gonna the there's always gonna be a piece of that that that, that, that that's why it, that's why it works my laptop was dying but now i'm plugging it in so it's not anymore the 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 because you know the thing um What's the best way to say it? The best way I've said it, and 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 this this makes its way into its way into my comedy in this in this sort of form, is the idea that like your heart is also a muscle, and there's a muscle memory. So a lot of times you're attracted to something, you don't know why. Sometimes you get too far, and it's it's the toxicity that you were that you were like into before. It's the shit that didn't work for you, but that excited you, and you're back in that relationship again. So we don't always know why something catches our eye or why we're into it and and we're very uh visceral in the way that as humans we want to try and figure it out so it'll sometimes it'll be a long time and we'll figure it out later that oh you look like my sister maybe that's what it is so i gotta fucking i gotta do a deep dive and now i gotta like uh do some internal work um or maybe we know right out right out of the gate i don't know it depends on what type of person it is but yeah i feel you on that like um, yeah. i don't know like yeah the why yeah well like the why shouldn't matter that much especially for the thing so how do you i guess this i've never really figured this part out and 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 uh this could be a thing i could take uh, a lesson from your industry how do you 
like as a comedian we're very sensitive so we just take everything personal so like we we don't like we don't necessarily want to play and this isn't for everybody because successful people for sure do this thing but uh we don't want to like play to the audience or like placate to their like their self-esteems but like how do you i guess i lost the question and thing how do you like yeah how do you play to the audience in the comment section of and and in the chat section of the thing so that it's like you're giving so much of yourself that you're almost that the whole thing is almost selfless and for them yeah i think you know i don't know it's like kind of hard actually because i think that um everyone is really different and when i am in my webcam room and like people come in i'm just like hi you know and i say hi and i welcome everybody and i just like i talk to everybody but I don't know, I guess I just kind of always had been that person where, um, like, silence bothers me. So no matter what, I'm going to be talking to someone, you know, like, whether it's the person who's just tipping me or the person in the show or whatever. And then I find out what they like and their kink. And I don't know, I just, I don't know, I have no trouble with that. I have no trouble making it all about, like, one person or one like one thing just because like silence and like not communi communicating and stuff really bothers me yeah so it's like for me it's like a communication thing if you're not going to talk to me and you're not going to tell me what you like or what you want and like shit's going to be whack it's going to be boring it's gonna sure <laughs> my least favorite thing in the world is probably boring sex where it's like no one's saying anything no one's doing anything no, you know, like, yeah. no one's, like, making even a noise. Yeah, at this age, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I Like, the, the, the consensual, like, uh, like, egging on part of sex is the whole thing. So if there's ever, like, if there's even, like, the slightest disconnect, I go deep into my head about, like, why, what could this, is this the end of everything? Like, is this, right now, is this temporary? Is this just this moment? Is And then all of that, I just lose the... Like emotional guy do you like because i last night you said something you said that you're really talented at making 10-year relationships in six months is that because of you yeah for sure for sure i'm and able to like you're, you're like super emotional like you get this girl and you're just like i fucking love you like the first week and like you just you're already like planning out the marriage and then maybe one day she's like pmsy and she don't want to be near you and she's like get the fuck away from me and then you're like in your head oh no what am i gonna do is that you? Um, no i like i like i i want you i want you to keep going with the with the with the um <laughs> the like not not the analogy but the uh uh what's the the yeah. an, the analysis um no i have figured out i did say last night maybe i don't know if it was in our show i figured out that honesty i figured out how to actually access honesty i spent i spent i spent childhood like like most people and a fair amount of my 20s thinking that honesty was not how you're supposed to be uh, although some elements of honesty what's that that's really weird. Did what? your therapist tell you why? Did my therapist tell me? I'm going to therapist, but <coughs> you think people are honest out there in the world regularly? I am very fucking blunt and honest, and I always have been. And right. I and I have always been taken as um, either mean or narcissistic sure. or however the fuck, you know? But I, I've always just been, like, 
too too honest, too blunt. Right. Like, so remove me and you. Anyway, and I'm telling her <laughs> if, she, if that's if that's like not what she wants to do, I'm not gonna be an asshole. But like, yeah, remove me. And, my friend doesn't want to gain weight, and she is. I'm gonna tell her. Remove me and you from the thing, because we're so. Let's say we're the outliers, right? Like, uh, even the way dating is now, it's it's people are ghosting. That's the move when you're done with somebody. You, there's no actual like uh, sit down, say the things, and then you're done. So every part of life is some version of like, well, I didn't. That wasn't a tr that uh, that wasn't a lie. I didn't need to tell him that. Like omission is truth for some reason. Like why do I need to say that? He doesn't need to know everything. Like everybody's doing everything behind everyone's back and they're wondering why you're not getting a deeper, more incredible connection. It's because you're all full of shit and you're all trying to be the best you and it's not who you are. And so the pieces are missing. It's all misfires. And then at the end of the day, you, you know, you, you like blame the universe or some uh, inalienable uh, like, uh, uh, like thing that you have or they have that couldn't somehow work it out when all you had to do was be honest. So to answer your question in the longest way possible, I think people meet me, I have figured out how to be happy uh, doing what I love. I'll meet people a lot of times because I'm, I'm touring as a comedian all the time. So I'm just happy. I'm on stage all the time. It's like, the whole, I've got my dog, I'm touring, I'm doing all the things. Um, and I'm drinking coffee, I'm eating, uh, you know, I'm eating steaks, I'm, like I'm eating barbecue. That was my life. I'm eating barbecue, I'm eat, drinking coffee, and I'm doing comedy, and I'm going on hikes with my dog. That's a fantastic, I figured it out. And so I meet somebody, I'm honest, I'm the person I say I am, uh, and then we can access a level of intimacy that maybe they uh, aren't used to, uh, might be scared of, uh, have never seen or it have seen and it went south. I don't know. So yeah, so all the things, all the guarded parts of the relationship are removed when you add me to it. Well, and, you know, I'm not saying I'm doing it right. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that's pretty good. I think that's an awesome thing. And I think that nowadays with the relationships, that's like the problem is like, man, are you, that's why like truly, man, I would just be like, if I were to go back inside the dating pool, I don't think I would. Like, I. What are you? I, are you married? Or are you, what's your thing? <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i am i'm fully on full-on committed i've been with the same person for a little bit over six years now and it's like they're awesome and they're great and i like they're the person like that i want and need to be with any other type of person would just fucking suck and so that's why i'm saying like if, if we didn't work out it would be so hard to find someone who is like as honest as they are who doesn't entertain anybody who's completely 100% okay with what I do and supports me and backs me up for it. Like, I just know a lot of girls who do date and like, they just date such fucking assholes. And I'm like, man, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that because the last thing that I want is for some, like for me to cam and then me get off work and then the guy just be like, so who the fuck were you talking to all night? And like, you know, give me a problem about my job. Like, and that for a sex worker, unfortunately, that's like the thing you have to worry about when you date people. That's Comedians what. too. Like the, the, so what happens is whatever way you met your person, even if it was like a little bit, if it was a little bit slutty on either of your parts, what happens is later on that person just thinks that's 
slutty, great scenario that you got together in uh, is how it'll always go. So if I met a girl at a show, then she's going to assume that I meet every girl at every show and that's how it goes. Yeah, definitely. If you're, if you were a rapper, it'd be the same thing. If I'm a video vixen and I meet my boyfriend on his music video set, I'm going to be on every music video set. <laughs> I don't believe, okay. So I don't believe in that. That's where we differ. I don't believe in the possessive part of, of, of love. Well, yeah, I don't think you should do that. I don't think you should do that, but like mentally. No, no, I got, no, I'm with you. But so like, I, I, I accepted a long time ago that if someone is going to do that thing to me, they're going to do it no matter how many rules I make, no matter how many times I'm around. And, and, and in a sense, the more uh, hostile and rigid I am about it, the more they're going to build it up in their mind as this taboo that actually needs to be accomplished uh, and, and maybe use it as a, as a tool in their head that is somehow like against me as opposed to doing it for themselves, which I don't want to be on either end of it. So I've been, I've been like not fragile to being cheated on for the last couple relationships oh man i see like for me it's like you're totally right like they're gonna do it regardless but for me the honesty thing comes back into it like if i feel like you have been lying if i feel like you have been playing me for being stupid like that's my thing is don't fucking play me to be out stupid because that's right. how you're gonna end up being like killed in your sleep so it's just like you know i just don't want i just don't want the lies like yeah. if, if my if my person went and cheated on me right and they made the mistake but they came home and was like this is what I did and this is what happened. I could fucking respect that. Like I could yeah. be like, okay, let's work through this. Yeah. I don't want to have to dig and like, and confront you and then deal with it. Um, but also the, the other thing is like it, the, the, the timeliness of the truth is important because you can feel, you can feel before it's going to happen. Most of the time you can feel after it's happened. Most of the time. Um, what's that? Ever. Like never 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 it's too it's i don't believe in dating the 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 like person anyway also it's like the with my lifestyle the option then would only be that i would end up dating my opener and again like that's just so much trouble that would be so much trouble really i mean you can't just have like your girlfriend comedian lady like just go on tour with you or come visit you at certain cities or whatever I'm sure there's a version and people, plenty of people do it. I'm sure there's a version of my life somewhere where it's the right person and it's the right circumstance and they are a comedian and we're, we're open with the audience about that. Hey, did you like my girlfriend? Hey, my boyfriend's coming on. Like there's a version of that. My husband, wife, whatever. There's a version of that. Um, but so far I'm not, I'm not, I'm not seeing it. And I've never really been in an experience with, with another comedian man or woman where i was like i should i should fuck this person um I, yeah i mean i agree like i totally agree because that's like kind of with me i mean i wouldn't say that i wouldn't date anybody in my industry but i kind of like normal dudes i mean not i don't know like i i did when i first got into porn i first got into mainstream porn i dated this guy named john john for like six months or five yeah. or six months and he was cool and everything but to be honest we were both just doing porn and we were fucking other people more than we were fucking each other right but 
like 90% of our relationship out of the country filming porn for like other countries and stuff. So I was just like, okay, whatever, it's fine. But like, I like, I don't know, like if I were to do it all over again, I don't think I would date in, in within my industry either. Yeah. I would go outside of it. I, I think that as a girl, 100%, because we could just make money together and travel the world and be for sure. I think there's a version, I think there's a version of, of like, an adjacent profession to whatever the one you're doing, that's about as close as it should be. Like, like you, um, like the person like is, can produce a tour. And then so that, and you're the thing who would be on the tour. That makes sense. Right. Like there's a lot of, um, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like totally. agent like comedian. And you date your makeup artist. Sure. Sure. Yeah, there's exactly. a lot of that. Cause that then like it's my partner. He doesn't perform, but he does like all my behind the scenes. Shit. Right. So there, cause there's, so there's that stuff, which where it works, um, because you're actually complimenting each other. You're not competing. You're not the same type of weird. That's the thing is I don't believe in the whole being the same type of weird. I actually think it's, I think opposites is how we become better as people date an opposite. And then you, you get more, you like gain complexity as a person. You don't just hone in and become like a one note creature and you, have one, you and have one note children. Yeah, that makes sense. Will you date men? No, I was just using that example. Because um, I was gonna say, if you did, then there's like a lot of options out there for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I could if I could if I could just fuck everybody, it would life would be much much easier. I don't even know how to lean into that lane. So I I have such and it came up last night. One of the shows, somebody tried to pretend you weren't that wasn't our show somebody tried to pretend like um like i give up gay vibes which i wish i did everything about my life would be a little bit easier if i gave off less toxic masculinity vibes but this is this is what i give off italian italian men are so ugh, like arrogant you know and i'm not saying that you are but right. when and when an italian man is confident and has the toxin masculinity it just comes off as so arrogant and yeah. like obnoxious <laughs> it's 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 affected my life it's more life than more than i would ever more than i ever would have imagined it would have affected my life um a straight white man yeah because it uh because it and i don't, I don't even necessarily read as white to most people but but the the but the thing the yeah the like I don't know. I've been I've been playing with this line, but there really is this vibe of like when somebody meets me, they immediately start worrying that I'm gonna fuck their daughter, whether or not they have kids. Uh, and so there's like I just give off that vibe to them, and I don't know. Like if I could just if I could figure out how to be like right now, especially in entertainment, what is hot is like what are we looking at? Which thing? He could be all the things. That's where you want to be. Like, I want to be halfway between man and woman. I want to be halfway between gay and straight. I want to be halfway between white and black. I want to, you know what I mean? Like, that's the sweet spot right now because then everybody goes, I can relate to what you're saying. And they don't immediately dismiss you from an entertainment perspective that I could never feel the way that guy feels about a thing. Exactly. Yep. And that's true. And um, as a, you you're right you don't read as white to a lot because like last night before uh that guy adam had mentioned that you were italian i thought you were middle eastern right yeah especially or, with this with this cut yeah is it is it the beard i think it's the beard i'm generally pretty brown i like like well as long as 
around quite easily. I mean, I'm a few days out of the bed, but like I tan real easily. I'm the darkest of my family and I haven't seen the sun this, this summer. So this is just what it looks like all the time. No. So I have a, I have a weird thing where I am whatever group. So like if it, like if white people think I'm Spanish, when I meet Spanish people, they don't think I'm them. They think I'm whatever, uh, like everybody thinks I'm another thing that they're not. Does that make sense? Like yeah. nobody ever looks at me and goes, I, we're the same, like I claim that. Everybody always thinks I'm in some other group. So whatever group it is, um, like, like, cause like you think Middle Easterns, uh, like I like Middle Eastern, but then I meet a Middle Eastern and they go, well, well you're not us. Like. Right, right. That's funny. Yeah, no, it's funny I just say that. But when I, when I have like a little bit more of a tan, but not, not even really, like just a little bit more of an olive, stone, an olive tone complexion, I have ran across Middle Eastern men who have asked me if I was Middle Eastern and yeah. Jerry many you- times. And this isn't my original nose. So maybe with my, with my real nose that I was born with, I look more prominently um, Middle Eastern, even though, even though like to me and to probably a ton of other people, I fucking don't, but I have gotten that. We're all, we're, we're all, you're, you said you're half Jewish. We're all right there. You could be yeah. Israeli right now. Like I know Israelis that are that are you without hair dye and tattoos. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're exactly. right there. Yeah. You're right there. Yeah, like my mom is Jewish and my dad's Italian. And that's what I was telling you last night about like how I just got this 23 in me. And I was like, you know, I'm just so nervous kind of to get my results because I they come? feel like such a fraud. Um, they come in two to three weeks, but I just, the thing, like when I'm watching these 23 and these on YouTube with white people, with other white people who- What is it, like a reveal? They do people do reveals? Yeah, people do reveals of what they are. And then, um, so I was like watching a lot of them and I was watching a lot of white peoples and like Scandinavians and fucking uh, Italian people and stuff. And I did see this one Italian kid who was like, I'm 100% Italian. He's from New York. Everyone he knows in his family's from Italy. Like, and he's 100% Italian. Right. And, and he gets the results back and he's 80% Italian, which is pretty much what the fuck he is. Same he's thing, right? Like, that's it. Like, you're Italian. You're 80%. That's you. But then the other things that he was was like Greek, which is right next to Italy. So it makes sense, you know? Yeah. And so, but all the other white people are like, lied to and i just don't want to be lied to like i know that my great-grandfather was uh, a czechoslovakian jew so european jew and i he came from czechoslovakia so i know this and then i know that my dad's grandparents did come from italy and then you know my dad was raised as an italian man and my mom was raised as a jewish girl so here i am but if i was lied to i just don't know what i'm gonna do i don't know why that matters because it's like you tell people your whole life, you know, like I'm this, I'm that. And like, and if I were to be like British or German or like, you know, I, I don't doubt that I have British. It's not like British. you're finding out that your dad is not your dad, right? Like it's not the same. It's not level if I did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I've seen that on YouTube though. Like someone found out that their uh, dad wasn't their dad through 23. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's why nobody should do these. But no, but but then I argue the opposite. Like this should be a game show. Everybody should do these. And then at the end of the day, we got to go. Well, look, you're a quarter black. You can't hate black people anymore. Now oh, we're now yeah. we're all closer. 
So I know this girl in the industry, and I'm not going to uh, say her name because I don't know if she wanted want, want this to be private or anything, but I know this girl in the industry. Just and do it in sign language. None of us speak sign language. <laughs> That's real. Okay, no, but she, so she uh, thought that, um, you know, her whole life she was, like, raised by her grandparents or whatever, and she didn't, like, know her dad or her mom or whatever side of the family but she was raised by her very italian grandparents and this girl has a very brown skin complexion and like really curly hair but green eyes and you know like whatever it looks white it looks italian she does her 23 in me and it comes out that she's like 40 45 percent african like she's half black yeah yeah, she's You can also, but there's also white parts of Africa because of because because we because every every like country going back a certain period of time has some dark deep shit uh, yeah. that never should have happened. That's true, but I believe hers wasn't like because you know that would that would make I think if I'm if I'm not incorrect, so don't quote me, but I think that that would mainly be like South Africa. South Africa one, yeah. Yeah. yeah and like she, where she was from like it like where she was from like she realized and found out like she was she was hot black and it makes sense because her hair is very right big and kinky and curly and she's very brown skinned but her face was like white features yeah and um but yeah like i i mean i like i think that that was just so crazy for her because it's like you she never knew anyone in her family she just she didn't know what to expect but i guarantee you she was not expecting to be half black because if you, you're half black you're black you know you're mixed like in in the america and in the world that's what you are and that's crazy yeah. that being that way because a lot of people are like i'm 0.5 percent black and it's like honey that's not good <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, like you being being a white person you're a white person and you know you got all this british and spanish and french in you and then you got like 0.5 african in you like that's not good that means something bad happened yeah well maybe yeah and probably not and probably yeah uh well I won't, I won't yeah i won't stipulate any further but uh no so i think we should all 23 and me we should 23 and me are like our children then that should be the vibe it's like sir go straight from circumcision to a 23 and me. you said you were 50 percent italian and 50 percent italian so yeah. you should do it just to see a funny thing to like say. how much italian you're like because if you are 80 percent, that's what you fucking are but the yeah. other bits of you it's like how can you really be hundred percent Italian. But it's this thing. It's it's this, but this is why I told this joke. I told the dog joke that I have about the dog DNA test. The point of the joke is not just that it's about mm -hmm. dogs. It should be about humans as well. It really is the, the vibe that um, it's like it it does like when it's your dog. We don't because we don't care because there's no like there's no stigma to being another uh, like breed. So it's like they say that your dog is three percent Chihuahua. And if he looks like a Cano Corso and he's got three percent Chihuahua, you're just happy. You're like, oh, my God, he's got all this body, but he's got the heart of a warrior. Right. Like, that's how we should be looking at our 23 and me's not this other thing. Like it's going the other way. It's like it's like people's reactions are more racist because they're like, oh, that means somebody raped somebody in my ancestry. Or like, oh, that means like right. I could have got like uh, like right. casino money or I could have got a scholarship. And it's like, right. like right. get over right. yourself. That's let's true. all become, let's all come together as people. One of my favorite comedians. Yeah. I want to know for myself, you know, like just because I am so curious, like I've just always like, I've, I don't know, like I just feel like my face is different and like yeah. i said this isn't my original nose because i got filler in it so it looks like a little bit different than normal did it have like a hook why did you 
Yeah, like I have my natural nose has like a bump right here, and instead yeah. of like it going up, it goes down like a Look. little. So I had like a hump and like a little bee. And like to be honest, a lot of people can't really even tell the difference that I got filler in my nose, but I yeah. like it. So whatever. Well, here's, the, uh, here's the thing with noses. Noses are gross. I found this out when I was a kid. If you just stare at an old, if you just stare at a grown up's nose when you're a kid for any period of time, noses are gross no matter what you do. If you look at your nose for too long, it's gross. It's a gross thing. It's made out of cartilage. Ears gross. <laughs> It. noses are gross you have it that's what i mean like stop though you can't, like you can't really play with it that much it's gonna it's gross no matter what you do to it um that's true. No okay wait let me so how do we i want to figure out what's the because this was this was the thing i had set out to talk to you about because of the whole stinky stanky uh, uh plugs conversation um yeah. what were you calling what were you calling this version of your mentality at the time were you calling it body modification were you calling it because pe some people call it uh, um like uh uh like shit what's the word now um like mutilation right oh, Any, yeah like self-mutilation sure yeah so it's like what was your thought process in 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 going with plugs and i guess you're saying now like you're very you would not have done it yeah like and when i was younger like 14 15 16 i why i just like yeah, at the time i mean not full on but like at the time like shit was still a little taboo you know like doing getting the tattoos and getting plugs and like getting piercings and shit and so when i was like underage i was doing a lot of that i had my septum pierced like 14 to 18 years old and yeah. i started getting tattooed really young and now i'm paying the price of covering up my tattoos for so for like example this this tattoo that I have right here, this, so this is my very first two tattoos I ever had is under them. This was a, a rose, but said mama, dad, and then this used to be an Italian flag. Oh, wow. Really, really, really ugly. And it was terrible. This one was the first tattoo. This one was the second tattoo. I got them both at like 16 in the fucking kitchen of someone's house. Yeah. And then, um, so then I get this covered up and by my tattoo artist, who was like amazing, great fucking artist. Cause what was there was like trash. And so uh, I paid a lot of money to get that done. And it was the most fucking painful shit in the world. Like, it, I mean, it's a painful spot anyway, but the fact that it was a cover-up and it was like reopening the skin that was already scar tissued made it so much worse. And I went back once a year for three years before it was finally finished. Oh, shit. I was terrified of the pain. So, like, I wish... I honestly, if I could go back and I feel lucky that I did take like a three year break from tattoos or four year break. But if I could go back, I would change everything about what I have sure. and I would not have anything on my stomach. I wish I'd never tattooed my stomach and, and it's going to suck because I'm going to tattoo the whole fucking thing eventually. But yeah. I wish I this is what's interesting. So what the people that choose to do to, to like cover everything, whatever, they still for some reason they leave the the unhighlighted areas. Most people don't get their breasts and their vaginas and their butts uh, tatted. Why is that? Well, I have my vagina, but it's but not, not but it's not it's not your it's whole not like vagina. whole vagina piece. Right. And I would never. And I just I just don't think for that for me, it's pretty. But other girls can totally pull it off. Like, I think girls who have like really cool 
pussy tats and nipple tattoos. And yeah, but why is it? What is it that? Why is it that we're everything is uh, is up for for grabs except for breast, pussy, and asses? Why is that? Only for some people, though. Like I mean, it is it is for like a lot of people, but there's so many girls out there that have their asses tattooed. Especially like I noticed, it's a really big uh, exotic dancer trend these days to get your ass tattooed. Is that right? Yeah, I've seen a lot of dancers with it done in recent times. And I don't know, like, I've seen a lot of girls with titties and nipple tattoos. Maybe I follow a lot of alternative girls. Yeah, well, I mean, me and you, we've, we've seen it all now. But, like, I would say from a statistical standpoint, right, you got you got sleeve, sleeve, thing right it's like if there's an order right there's sleeves uh then there's and then i guess there's back and they're all of the down the side and the legs yeah. and some people skip the legs yeah. but the last the last step will be like neck and tits and it's because you ran out of space but no, okay. like okay for example nobody gets their tits tattooed first like sure. nobody nobody gets spider webs on their tits first tattoo that's what i'm saying that's true but you know what and today in 2020 it's so fucking crazy but people are getting their face neck and hands tattooed starting yeah, yeah. which that, in like when i was like i was how old are you the impression you do that last 28 Yes, you're 28. So, so that was over. So I'm 37. So the vibe was at the time was you can have tattoos. You can be tatted everywhere underneath. You can be business person. Just it's underneath the suit. Then nobody sees it. And now everybody's starting. All the baristas are starting on their hands and working their way up. And then they got nothing underneath the T-shirt. Like they're just they're just forearms and underneath is just bare boy. It's just it, that's strange to me. It's funny. I really have to get the other side right here finished, but I need a break from the pain. So I'm going to start. So if I could go back in time, I would have done everything just super crisp and clean, black and gray, like flowy, smoky, beautiful, like yeah. just super dark. And um, unfortunately, it's a little too late for some things, but I do have a lot of my, a lot of everything can be that now. So I'm going to go back to this arm do that and then i want him to do my chest and then i want him to fix up um this half sleeve here and then probably start on my back so like you said it's like kind of like a pattern i also want my hands uh this covered up and i want like this to be done so i kind of want to go like back and then start working on my stomach and legs again i do want my throat eventually but i promised my other half i'd get my throat when 99 percent of my body was already tattooed Oh, that's like yeah, the last one right like that's the last one but i would do it after my chest i'm gonna be honest yeah well, there's so <laughs> I, many there's after so my sleeve and my chest i would do my throat yeah there's so many gorgeous throat tattoos now there didn't used to be but there's so many gorgeous women with throat tattoos it's it, it's changing the game and it's a lot there's a lot of like there's a lot of like extending from the hair to the eyebrows now like it's all just creeping in do you have any tattoos? I don't have any tattoos. I never had like that first thing that I felt like I'm I'm moderation for all the things. Like I don't, it's not. I don't drink. I don't really do drugs. I don't um, do or do drugs. I just smoke weed. I would totally. I don't even really. I don't really even smoke weed. I'm like a big like what. Like if I take if I go one the one puff the wrong direction, uh, I get two in my head. So, uh, although I'm going to try, I am going to try, I am going to do mushrooms again uh, in two weeks. So oh, I'm excited mushrooms. About that. You know what? I was just thinking about this today because I had a feeling that drugs was going to get brought up in our conversation. Oh, nice. I, I wanted to be prepared for what I was going to say. Do I look say. like somebody who would do a lot of drugs? 
not at all. But I just, for some reason, I just thought of it. And like, you thought, I, I thought you thought that I would think that you would do a lot of drugs. No, but you know, for some reason, drugs get brought up. So I was like, I was already thinking about it today. Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, well, like, you know, I don't drink alcohol. I've, I've done probably every drug under the sun experimenting, but I just haven't. And I, it's not even that I'm, like, sober. You know how people are like, oh, I'm sober. Like, it's not even like that. Like, I mean, maybe if, like, maybe I'll take ecstasy if the fucking opportunity is right. Or whatever, right, you know? But I'm just not into it. But I smoke weed every single day. And I was thinking, well, to me, weed isn't really a drug. And also, what is not a drug to me is mushrooms. Nature mushrooms shit. Yeah. Is food poisoning. Like, that's all that is. It's just, you just are getting food poisoned. And I have had some of the best experiences of my life on mushrooms. But you don't get, you don't get ill. You get the psychedelic. We don't get ill. Because, like, there's, like, ayahuasca where you're shitting and puking in a bucket. Like, that's straight up food poisoning. Yes. And that's a different kind of food poisoning. Yeah. But like the thing is, is mushrooms are not drugs. Like they just like weed. Like do you do you call oregano? If oregano got you high, they would call that a drug. Like if fucking parsley got you high, that would be a drug. Hell's bells that grows in the middle of the desert. It's just a flower, but it gets you high. So it's a fucking drug. You, like, have you done the? Have you done? Isn't there, isn't there a toad that you can lick? Have you done? The, have you licked the toad? No, no, I know. I'm like, honestly, like we were talking about last night, the reason I'm not a big drug person because like the moment that drug hits and sets in, I'm fucked for like the next 15, 20 minutes, just wondering like, what is this going to be like? I'm fucking tripping. This is hitting me too hard. What's my night going to be like? I'm like in my head for the next 20 minutes until I finally, the anxiety goes away and I like calm down. Yeah. If I lick a toad, I would be like... <laughs> I'm that I'm that way with everything I'm realizing. Like I got sore. I got I I like worked out uh to the point where I got sore a couple of days ago and I had uh, uh an MRI the next day with an IV and I was even like in my head I was like, "Oh, I was like, well that arm's sore, so like use this one." It's like like everything that I do. Men are men, that's a man thing. Men are really like that. Like you guys are hypochondriacs all the time, overreact all the time. If, if my brother in fucking sat on google for like 40 minutes trying to prove to my sister that men get harder flu symptoms than women and that's why they act like bigger babies <laughs> you do not need to really prove this right now. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the fact is, is men, men are really like that. Like my other half, man, he gets a cramp in his leg and he thinks he has fucking cancer. Like, you know, it really hurts when your leg cramps and you can't stop it. No, so here's what it is. Because, because his leg hurts, so it's like, stop. No, here's what it is. Because society has asked us to be the thing that we have to be. And, and you know, again, now we're realizing it's not good. Um, but it's still there, right? Still, most boys that have become men had a father that told them not to cry, had a, a father not to act this way, this and that. So it's still hanging around, and it's going to be here for a while. So we and still have that. So then, so we, so the couple times we have the excuse to be able to drop it and just act like, like the equal, like, let's call it the equal gender, uh, like the equality. That's our moment. That's our gender equality. Is is I'm gonna cry and. And, and and curl up in a ball and I'm going to rock back and forth and don't tell anybody and you can't judge me for it. That's, we need oh, that man. moment. 
Like, I think there's a difference between overreacting on, like, just it's the simplest, littlest things in the world, and then, like, have, showing who you are, your emotions, or whatever, because I personally think that the way to fix a lot of our fucking problems in the world is to raise our men differently. Sure. Like, a lot of women are, you change this, you change that, let's make this happen, let's that, but it's never, let's raise our men to be better men. Yeah, but and it's, if the world would do that, then this world would probably be better. It's true, but we don't, we, the problem is now we're, uh, we're not defining we're not defining what is good. We're just defining what is bad. Yeah. So the fact that there is no counterpart to toxic masculinity is a problem. Like the fact that the, we're not acknowledging that there is a such thing as toxic femininity is a problem, right? It's like, it's like if a woman acts shitty and disrespectful, is she also just being toxic masculine? Like, like we don't have the counterparts. We're just naming th bad things. And we're not trying, we're not looking for a solution. We're just looking for more problems. Yeah, I understand with that. And that's, that's actually, that's very true because I, I don't know. I feel, I see this all the time and I actually have this conversation quite often with a lot of different people. And it's like, you know, you'll see, you'll see a story about, um, you know, I, I hate to use this analogy because this is the one that's going to pop in everyone's head first, but it's the most common one. Like you use this analogy of, uh, you shouldn't, the girls shouldn't wear too short of skirts. Girls shouldn't wear their titties hanging out too, because men can't fight their predatory fire. And it's like, well, maybe because we have allowed men since the beginning of fucking time, since literally men have existed, we have allowed them to rape women, to beat women, to treat women this way and that way, and to only look as women as like sexual objects to breed for you. Maybe this has not, men have not evolved because we have never changed the way men have to be. No. So even in 2020, it's like, well, why was she so drunk at the party? Well, why the fuck did we raise a man who doesn't know what consent is? No, the, this is the fastest way to get to where you're at. And, 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 and by law, for most of time, women were property. They were chattel. Yeah. And we were and we were trading goods for women. We would buy a woman or or their dad would sell the woman off with here's a go like get take her out of here. She's my only commodity. Um, yeah, my son, my son is valuable. My daughter is something to to sell. Um, that's what that's what it's been for a and long time. Reason, but see, here's the thing: the you you think about that, okay? You think about what you just said. The uh, my daughter, my son has value. My daughter is something for me to sell. Why is your daughter something for you to sell? Why is that? Because a man would love to have a. a child or a young woman that he can just fuck all the time and if we didn't just change that if we just change that circle of men because i hear this all the time from a man is we can't change the way we are this is this is nature this is nature for us we're dogs we want we we, we, we crave pussy we crave to come but maybe that you guys are like that because you have evolved to be like that since the fucking caveman days like yeah women were always property and you buy them because a man wants that and if we just raise them differently and we can evolve men to not be such sexual predators yeah there's um 
there's certainly an argument there. I like I like looking at um, the way groups of animals like facilitate certain aspects. So what's interesting about um, now I don't remember all of the details that I that I had pulled out of this experience, but there's something interesting. There's a moment in like a pride, which uh, like like female lions are valued so high in the pride because they're the hunters they're all the things basically all the dudes are like two pump chumps but there's this thing where the whole goal for uh like like female lions is they 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 want to procreate they want to like make the pride as big as possible for survival um and so there's this moment where she lets everybody hit it and then they kind of know they have like a rough idea whose baby it is but they don't ever like like actually um, acknowledge it. They they like play this ignorance game because if 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 all of your boys hit it and you know for sure that it's that it's his baby, then everybody would kill it because it's not theirs. So they play this weird ignorance game where they just go, "We don't know whose father it is, so let's all just raise it as opposed to kill it." I think your phone just that, shut off. Yeah, that sounds like um, so. There's that like really sounds hilarious i didn't know that the lions did that so there's something to learn like and it, it's this evolution moment it is it's this it's this thing where it's like what is what characteristic will make it so that we can thrive as a species and this is this is a good time to bring this up too because this this uh this whole this whole like uh, last man last woman thing Right. We all believe this idea, like whether you believe it's something that you say to a guy at a bar where you're just like, oh, I wouldn't fuck you if you're the last guy on earth. Or if or if like you believe the, the, the Bible, literally, um, we all believe this idea that like two people can repopulate the earth. But the math doesn't work like me and you, the last two people on earth. We have a baby. Now, what do we do? Right now. Now, what we do is if the. <laughs> Which is, this is so fucking gross, dude, because it's like, I, you know, I've been, like, for me, I would never want to live in the fucking end of the world, man, ever in my entire life. Like, I want to die. If the zombie apocalypse happened tomorrow, I'm dead tomorrow. But, like, if I, if that's the thing, if I was the last man and the last female on earth and I believed that we had to repopulate, if we had a girl then the fucking husband the dad has to mate with he the might dog. have to fuck it yeah or you have to have a or you have to have another you just have to keep having like children to you have a boy people are okay with that like well and that and this brings me gonna think they're gonna think that they're gonna be like well this is what we gotta do right you know? And this is what brings me mutants in the fucking world. This is what brings there you go. So there that now we've come full circle to the thing because that's what brings me to the 23 in me. And this is why I believe in, in the opposites thing and why I want us to all mix it up. Because when when you're a hundred percent Italian, that just means like loosely that all of your cousins fucked. Like it was like really close. How in 2020 can you be a hundred percent of anything? Like right. that just makes your so cousins, sense. your cousins fucked. That's why we all have asthma. That's why, that's why, like, like we're not making it as a people and that we're getting killed by massive disease because we're all too close to the gene pool. We need to go fuck something different so that we can survive. That's the goal. That's what we need That's to get. Why I don't fuck anyone the same That's, reason. I messed this up, but that needs to be what I what comes out of the COVID thing. Is that like the whole reason this is happening because we all fucked our cousins. Stop being racist. Go fuck the, 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 the furthest thing from you.
Seriously, <laughs> man, for real though, because that shit is like to be. I mean, like obviously in royal families and like extremely rich families, they would do that because they always wanted to keep it in the family, like the the Rothschilds, for years and years and years. Yeah, uh, in the beginning of their families. Well, I never family. studied. <laughs> yeah, the royal family in fucking Britain and the right. The, yeah, yeah, I never studied yeah. all that shit. Like I'm just I'm just catching up on the on the and the Anne Boleyn shit and the all that stuff. Like I like I I just it just never interested me as you grew up as an american it's like it's shitty and weird anyway man but it's yeah but it's still it's our history a little bit but you grow up as an american and you go well that's what's that's what's important is i know that but yeah there's all that stuff and and um but that's always what it's been it's like it's and it all comes from like this one race is the most important let's keep it in our fucking family and it's fucked it's really weird dude like no way man I think yeah. I think like uh, white people are just so fucking weird because that's like the only race that you hear that from. And and you know I've also like I've had this conversation with people before where um, like I I was talking to this guy this man and he was telling me how him and his cousins and his little brothers ran a train on this girl and that they were all in the same room jerking off. Waiting He's trying to impress you. <laughs> Fuck if I know. I think he's just telling a story. <laughs> I mean, he's trying but to this- did the wrong thing. But, you know, he's telling me that they're all, like, jerking off. Like, they're, they're all family. They're all dudes who are cousins and brothers, blood-related family, who are all standing around this one girl, and they're jerking off, and they're waiting their turn to go all nut in this bitch. And I told him that he was fucking disgusting for that. And he was like, that's what, he's like, that's what guys do. Like, that's what we boys, like, it don't matter if that's my cousin, that's my brother. Like, we're guys. Like, you know, we're not touching each other. We're just fucking this bitch and da 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 And I'm like, no, like, you are fucking gross, dude. Like, there is no reason why you, your cousins, and your little brothers should sit around all jerking off your dicks to one girl and then all nutting in the same pussy, like, one after another. I'm sorry, but you guys might as well just fuck each other. Right, right. I do. Uh, I do like that. That's one. Of, that's what I searched. You asked me earlier what I searched. That's what I searched. No. So I two sides to it. So like, number one, I never understood why so certain cultures of people um, are, are OK with like with like uh, dating the same girl. Like like for me, I've always been the kind of thing where it's like and maybe this is the ego. Maybe this is the thing. Maybe this is a little bit of my possessive nature. It's like uh, I'll, if I date a girl and, and I find out that a buddy of mine tries to holler at her afterwards, like part of me is like, no, like go find your own own like go into the world and hunt your own people out there there's no reason why your home yeah go hunt your own prey okay don't like like you like you created this relationship as a catalyst of of like a little bit talking shit about me like that's how you got close to my ex don't do that that's not good but then there's the other part of me where if i was gonna have a threesome i want my little brother to be in the on the other side of the girl do you know what i mean so like i have both i have both things i have both things like you, you would really, you would really have a threesome with you and your little brother. And yeah, that. I think it'd be fun. My your phone okay, just. Okay, but what if me and my sister fuck some dude? Like, I'm totally fine with that. Send me the send me the OnlyFans link. Hold on, your phone, your phone died. Your phone died. No, like why? Why is it? Why is that so weird to me? But it's not weird to other people. Maybe I don't I'm know. Shaming, but I don't know. Like I just don't want to fuck someone with my sibling. The gap. The gap with. I don't know that. I don't. Are you gonna high five your brother? Like maybe. I don't know the allure. Maybe I would fuck somebody with my father if he wasn't committed to my mother since he was sixteen years. I don't know. I've just seen a whole thing where these youth, this family YouTubers, uh, this dude and his dad. 
and I don't remember if it was his homeboys, but this dude and his dad for sure like raped this raped these two girls to where right. like they left blood on the bed and all this crazy right. stuff. And I was like, bro, like not like I couldn't imagine just fucking someone with your dad, but let alone like raping a female with him. Like, what kind of families are right. out there? And it's all white people. Because because it is it's the, the morality thing gets passed down. Hold on, your uh, your phone has died again, or it's or it's shut okay. off. You know what I think it is? Is I think it's the uh, the four K. So then, so run the rest. So run the rest ten eighty if you got to. Because at this point, if they've stayed this long with us, uh, they're loyal I think, anyway. Actually, I think that last one was ten eighty. Oh, schmucks. Let me see. Or just run it. Uh, at this point, just handheld it and let's and let's do the last ten minutes that way. Okay. Just to not interrupt uh, the flow that we've created. Oh wow, that whole last part like didn't even go through because I, I for some reason I think that recording it in 4K uh, took like all maxed you out my phone. Yeah, maxed which is weird though because I shouldn't do that. But yeah, well I got plenty. I got plenty of complaints for what for what these products do when they're not supposed to do. But mm -hmm. I dig. Um, I'll just move, I'll just switch this up. Like yeah. This, and I'll move you in front of the light now. I dig it. That's why, uh, yeah, that's why, that's why I run, that's why I always run, like, I'll run two recorders, I'll run three cameras, all the things, always, so that. Yeah. Well, you know, that first one that I recorded, recorded for 55 minutes. So oh, perfect. You'll have a 55 minute of that, and then you can just, I guess, use this. Yeah, we'll deal with it. All right, so um, I really liked... I like where we're at, but it's uh, we're like an hour in. We might be a lot more than an hour in, but it's a really fun talking. Let me see to you, how so. long we've been in here for. Yeah. Uh, we've been, so we've been we've been in the Zoom an hour and forty seven minutes, but I think we didn't start for forty minutes or so. So yeah, so we're in there. Oh, okay. Um, Makes sense. All right. Well. Now you can just record this. I'm gonna start uploading that video yeah. for you. Appreciate it. All right, well, let's do this. So, like, uh, so let's let's plug you real quick, and then let's come up with what we want to do. So, I really, uh, I really like the, I, I really like that you played my game yesterday, my shenanigans game, and I like that you chose um, two chains and and uh, and Big Sean. So, what I actually want to do is I want to do a live. I looked at all those games yesterday, dude. Can I tell you? Okay, so when you sent out that email and you were doing the Mary Bang and Kill um and it said no one problematic and i thought that hitler and osama bin laden and who sudan hussein were the examples that you were giving of don't use that, yes. so this so, happened before so i, I was not prepared for that answer totally and i'm gonna be honest dude like i don't fucking know shit about osama bin laden <laughs> You're not supposed to have too much information about any of those people. Like, I like, don't, like, I, I don't, don't want, I'm like, fuck, bro, like, what yeah. am I going to say right now? All I know is that I would for sure kill Hitler. <laughs> so the, I don't, here's the thing. I don't want, um, I don't, yeah, I don't want to be playing that game and I go here, okay, ready, Mary bang, kill, Osama bin Laden, uh, Saddam Hussein, Adolf Hitler, and then have somebody on the other be like, you know, I, I spent like three and a half hours Googling Hitler and here's the deal. Like, no, I don't want that to be. <laughs> <laughs> like I want it to be like just all right off the top. It's in Mary Bank Hill. It's so it's so low stakes. No. Yeah, so uh, I was not prepared for that. And um and I was like I was like, okay, well I definitely don't know I I don't know, man. Like Osama bin Laden is the one that did nine eleven, right? Yes. Okay, but I didn't wanna I didn't wanna say anything because I didn't want to be wrong. And Saddam Hussein was the president, right? No, different country. But a different country, but he was yeah. the president of yes. something, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So either way, 
They were both bad, right? They Everybody both- was bad. It was Hitler, yeah. uh, Osama bin Laden, and, and Saddam Hussein. It's all the people that the United States claims in some way or another, indirectly or directly, we've murdered, and we and we high five each other about it. Wait, just okay, real quick, because nobody knows what we're talking about. I have a comedy's best kept secret tour Zoom every Friday. Four of them. I had Sheena on yesterday. And uh, we did a Mary Bank kill and that with, had those people in it. But then also we did this game called Shenanigans or um, Lyrics or Shenanigans. And we played it with, uh, who did we use yesterday? I used Cardi B yesterday and you brought up uh, Big Sean and, uh, and 2 Chainz. So what I want to do for our bonus features is I want us to do, we'll do a Big Sean one and we'll have to do the research right on the spot and write our own lyrics right there and do it for each other right then. That's what I want to do for the bonus features. So check out our bonus features. Um, Okay, so real quick, how do we find you on the internet? How do we find you? How do we follow you? How do we pay for your porn? Please pay for your your porn. Oh, you're so sweet. Um, The best way to find me is the easiest thing. You can just go to xxxsheenarose.com and I have links to everything and that is there. So like my OnlyFans, my ManyBiz, uh my twitter my oh, everything my webcam link all that so just go to xxxsheenarose.com and then yeah just find whatever you want there got him uh so we had this was a virtual thing we did it on zoom there are some complications to every zoom uh possibilities every live stream show when we're not doing it uh here and there so we apologize wherever you listened watched us if anything didn't go exactly your way uh we're on google play we're on itunes we're on all the places the podcasts are we got some content today on youtube check that out and check out our bonus feature which is going to be called big sean or shenanigans uh, Dan Frigolet versus Sheena Rose. But uh, we drop a new episode every Monday. And uh, thank you to my guest, Sheena, for being here. I want to start a podcast. I really do. And if I can Zoom in host, that would be great. Because, like, I have this blog called thoughtofathought.com where I write out, like, sexual fantasies. And they're, like, little stories. And I, have yeah. a pod- and I have a podcast section on it called Thought of a Thought where I want to have thoughts with other thoughts. Just you know what that. I mean? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like, what else? Here's my advice. Here's my podcast advice. You're never going to get out of another guest what you're what you anticipate their level of commitment or concern will be. Right? They're never going to care about your podcast as much as you do. So, if you can come up with a version of a podcast where you don't need to have a guest, that would be incredible. Oh, yeah. that would be so I was thinking as well, like if I didn't need a guest as, or if I didn't have a guest, like, let's say like I couldn't, or a girl canceled on me or something and I couldn't get a guest. I kind of, have you ever listened to uh, the vivid radio station on Sirius XM? No, but there are plenty of one man show, like Bill Burr does his own podcast. He does his own rants. Like there's plenty of these type of shows that are total. It's a fun. It's a, it works. You've already cultivated a fan base. Uh, you're right. You're right there. So yeah. if you did your own podcast, you're right there and you're fine. I want to like have another like if I couldn't get a girl or something like have a dude call in and then like he can give me like a fantasy and I can get him off like on air. You know. Like, oh, that would be cool. Yeah, because that's like kind of what they do on Vivid. They have like dudes call in and then they'll be like. Oh, I love cum denial. And then, like, a girl just be like, Oh, you're stroking your cock. You're not allowed to come to that. And then, like, within the next couple of minutes, like, get them off on air. And I think that would be cool and ex- cool and fun to add to it. But the thing is, is I just need to figure out how to fucking do it. No, like, you I, got you, you have yeah. the tools. You have the tools. Uh, stop convincing yourself you don't know how to do it. Just, I just need to get a microphone. 
and like what like a sound recorder so you can go either way you honestly at this point for the if you want to go as cheap as possible just to see if you just prove a concept get a mic that plugs in your macbook do it there do it on audacity or or whatever program you use to do editing has a has a um like I use Premiere and, and uh, Adobe has a, an audio editing program. Whatever thing you're already using has a, a, an associated feature that you're probably on not paying for or not paying for. Um, they only hear me. There's GarageBand. There's all the things. Yeah, I have. I'm going to show you what I have. But they well, um, so can they hear me or no? Odyssey, Podcast Studio, and GarageBand. Um, the people that are listening to this podcast, can they see me or they can only see me on YouTube? They can see you just on YouTube and they can hear you uh, oh, everywhere. They hear you everywhere and see you oh. and hear you when they can see you. Oh, okay. So they, so right now what we're doing uh, when it's on Apple and stuff, they can only hear me. They can't see. Yes. Me. Yeah. So they have no idea how much you've relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> like like a minute and a half ago, I thought you were going to start a webcam show. I was like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's 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 end the episode, um, and then let's do the let's do the big Sean thing because I'm really excited about this. Uh, but this is the Portrait People Podcast. Thank you for being here. Follow her on the internet. Pay for more on all the things. Dan Frigola, thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Have a great day.